Hello, modern Catholics. How are you today? My name is Matthias, and with me today is Daniel Valentiner. Hello, everyone. So, Daniel, today's topic is our reflection on Lent, and we call it efficiently how Lent went. And my first question to you is, what was an event for you during Lent, uh, which would we also present in your time now after Easter? Well, my Lent went well, I believe. Uh, I actually got to go to Mass the Friday. It, well, it was it's not technically Mass, but still went to the celebration. I do find that the Friday is in a way my my favorite because you get to spend spend time with Jesus when he's, he's going through trouble. It's like the only time you're able to help him instead of he helping you, or, or, or that's how I see it. But, it. but it went well. I got to see outside. I got to um, enjoy it with my family. Um, something that we actually did was watching The Passion of Christ, the movie. Uh, we tend to do it almost every every year is very uh, graphic but it, it puts you in the right spot i, I think it's gonna it might be graphic but it's good it's, it's sort of necessary i think how about you how about how did your lent went well i'm luckily luckily also in the position to go to mass or who went to mass um i went on basically every day and it was very nice to also help on the service and do what I do best which is doing auto boy service. Um, I like to do something during mass and not just sit around in the audience. Uh, I find it sometimes a little bit boring. Depending I did on. see you at church with the Friday. I don't know if you, you saw me there but you were there as an altar boy which is uh, a little bit of an understatement. There was this two huge you know six feet tall guys bigger and stronger than the priest and they were the altar boys quote unquote so yeah that's that pretty cool to see you know with masks though everybody has masks and stuff, so. of course yeah it was nice i like the traditions uh, as we talked about also last episode um for example how the cross goes through the church how everybody kneels it's not only a feeling of being near Jesus, but also being near you and your brothers and sisters with you in the community. Because like you go all down together, you pray the cross, and it's like the hour of Jesus' death is pretty important and plays a big role for me personally on the whole holy holy week journey. Yes, it's it's, it was very nice to see it, to be able to also have it. Uh, it. It didn't change that much from what it usually is. Uh, one thing I usually like a lot uh, is the is when they actually bless water. Uh, that's the, that's one of the few times in the year they actually you know you can make holy water, but. This year didn't happen, I don't think. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm going to run short on holy water this year. You have to. That's a, that's a good product, you know, 
try try to have a special one where you have a curbside pickup of uh, of holy water. But you can acquire uh, holy water in the gift shop of St. Patrick's if you're interested. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can also get holy uh, water bottles if you want. Here you go. Uh, a completely uh, a spore of the moment uh, publicity for our gift shop. So well, please visit it when you're around. <laughs> please come around. Please visit it when you're around. Also, uh, one of the things that, um, in itself, that I that I really missed was uh, the time of the, when you say "peace will be with you." Um, I'm very used to uh, the contact, uh, the human contact, shaking a hand or, or hugging, and after being away from mass for a while. Uh, in, in presence, uh, it's still virtually, but in, in presence, and then you sort of forget you're there, and then when the moment comes, oh yeah, it's another thing that you cannot do. So it kind of, it sort of reminded me of when people went to help Jesus, but not everybody could, uh, not everybody could stand in the way Jesus was supposed to um, carry his cross, he was supposed to bear all, all this punishment. And there were people along the way trying to help, but sometimes you're not able to, even if you want to. So it, it was interesting to see that reflected um, in, in, in that situation. So that, that feeling of helplessness, if you will. So that, that was one of the things that uh, I found a bit... Uh, a bit daunting to to get my head around. Um, was there anything that you thought, Matias, that you know you missed from other times, or, or you wish it was different? Well, um, not really for Good Friday, but in the Easter vigil, I really missed the Easter fire outside and the blessing of the Easter candle and everything, which is normally very festive. And after that, you go inside and the church is dark and you hear the first readings. And then with the Gloria, everything uh, gets enlightened and uh, the bells are uh, binging or ringing. <laughs> ringing. And uh, I really like this moment because it shows that the light is coming into the darkness. And yeah, that's what really happened. And that's what Easter is all about, I think. And I, I think it's a little bit sad that we couldn't symbolize that this year, you know? Yes, it's a good uh, reminder. A good, it puts psychologically, you're, you puts yourself in the state of mind where you can actually, um, maybe the word is not enjoy, but uh, to be with Jesus that way. Now, the thing is after Easter, you, there's, uh, or I have it, uh, just much like after Christmas, or, or not Christmas Day, but during the whole festivity, that things go sort of back to normal, as normal as it can be right now, but to normal when it comes to um, church stuff, traditions. and So I find it hard to get inspired and to keep doing, keep being a, an everyday Christian, modern Christian, once the the celebration time or, or the reflection time passed. Now it's back to regular Sundays and everyday life. 
Um, I believe that the key isn't to understand that Jesus is with us. In your case, uh, Matthias, after Easter, how do you encounter or perceive Jesus with you? Well, first of all, like theological or like being in mass and church and everything, I feel like I'm in a, like after Easter, I go into a hole because in Holy Week, you're always, you're so often in church and everything. So you're kind of like, I, I'm kind of over, not over church, but like there is a lot of church in one week. So after <laughs> that, I feel, I sometimes feel a little bit like after class test, you know, where you learn a lot before and then you have nothing to do anymore. And then you're like, uh, what do I do now with my life? And <laughs> I think I think it's a nice time to like try to yeah, question yourself, like what is your relationship with Jesus? And is there a relationship with Jesus and something like is it important for you in your daily life, not just because of Lent, but also as a Christian, the rest 320 something days in your life? Because if we just are especially Christians or something like that during Lent, we are not really giving all our life or all our identity towards Jesus Christ. Or what do you think, Daniel? Is there something else we can learn out of our relationship with Jesus or what's important to you? Well, one of the things that um, that I see as when Easter passes, it's almost like a TV show. There were episodes, you know, there were uh, a plot and the plot risen to the, to, to the tipping point and then resurrected and, you know, then the show it ended and what do you, what do you do with your, with yourself right after? But that then is when I see, well, we have to see Jesus' life again. Uh, when he was crucified, he was 33 years old. And there was really, after his youth, there was not, not much really, uh, nothing happened or was recorded up until he was, you know, a grown man. Uh, some historian says 30 years old when they actually, things actually started to, to happen around them or, or at least being recorded. Um, so in all that time, that means that Jesus was, uh, you know, less the son of God because of that, or he was doing less of his mission because of that. I don't think so. I do think it's a bit of an example of that, even though you're not at the tipping point of the plot, you can you can relate to Jesus that he had a regular life and that you can be sanctified in that regular life, uh, working, family uh doing what you can to help others, which is basically what Jesus doing those years with there's not much mention of it. So I always think of that and the, all that time that we don't know much about what Jesus did. And, but but I think that the lack of information is a teaching in that you can still be more on the regular side of things without without losing any any Christianity or any any of your mission? Yeah, I think it's like the whole question is also probably interesting because we ask ourselves if Jesus was alive after 
Easter and was resurrected really, uh, how big is the impact on our today lives and is he still here and around us? Uh, because after Christ's ascension, like our physical resurrected Jesus with his wounds and everything, ascends to heaven. And that's in, I think, 40 days or 39 days after Easter. And uh, that's like the next big event, but is like, what is the power which connects us people then after Christ's ascension, Daniel? Well, for me, as you said, you kind of got a lot of church in a week. So maybe that's not uh, the, for most, or at least for me, that's not really what goes about. It's just that after it happens, after, you know, Easter vigil, and you see, or you imagine, or you remember uh, Jesus uh, being resurrected, for me, it's, it's the hope. It's the hope that you are actually, you will resurrect and go to heaven. That's that's the whole point of the faith. It's a reminder that what you believe is what happened. And, uh, and after he resurrected and he went and visited the apostles and everything, I he went back not in his old mighty and glory uh, as the son of God and descended with chariots. And he went back again as a man with wounds. He couldn't heal them. He couldn't close them. Yeah, sure, he needed to prove them, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure he was very comfortable with holes in his hands, you know, after he got uh, crucified. You know, it would be hard to grab stuff, so I don't think <laughs> it was too, too comfortable for him. But it's that, that even with all that, he was still there for us. So that's when the everyday life, you know, things happen. I like to imagine Jesus as that person, just sitting there with his wounds, with everything, just listening as as a person. Yes, he's God. Yeah, he's our Lord. But I still feel or still visualize him as just a person sitting next to me and, and, and talking. And that's that normality after resurrection. Because again, he, yeah, he did miracles and everything, but it wasn't all pompous and, and, and grand when he resurrected. Just here I am again, and I'll always be with you and goes back to heaven and still keeps that promise. So that's that's how you see my relationship improve every time that Easter passes. He comes back as a person with wounds to sit with you and tell you, I am here. Do you feel like there's any change in your relationship with Jesus after Easter or uh, you spend some time to work it around? Or? Um, for me personally, I think there is, there are a few things that change for, like the things you do during Lent. For example, uh, if you change your, what you ate, if you changed like a habit in your life, which is what was important to you and you give, gave something up. Um, for me personally, after Lent, I always think about, mm, was it good for me or was it not good for me? What does my body need really to live and work and do everything I need for me? And um, do I need to intensify, for example, some things I did unconsciously during Lent? Uh, and I felt a little bit like I was with or walking with Jesus at that time. 
for example, when I went for more walks outside, not only because the weather is changing, because I had the like the inner feeling that it was a good time to go out now to pray and to meditate a little bit to think about what Jesus is doing with me. And I noticed that I didn't change that kind of relationship or that habit, if you want to call it that way, uh, nowadays. And I still do it even after Easter. And I think I will need that more now. So in that way, I feel a little bit more nearer or not, yeah, nearer to God or nearer to Jesus after Lent. And that helps in a relationship if you have like a kind of a framework, for example, when you go, always when you go out, you think about your life, but also where Jesus is in your life. And Yeah, that's a very important concept, framework or, or routine or habit. Uh, we are humans, we are creatures, and we there's earthly human things we need and habits and, and frameworks is, is one of them. Yeah, sometimes just getting the habit to do something. It's not for God. It's not for Jesus. He doesn't need you to do this the same way every time, but maybe you do get closer. But yeah, that's actually very interesting um, to have always have a framework. I One thing I do a lot is uh, on the commute to work. Yes, I still commute to work. Uh, there's because I'm in a car and on carpool. Sometimes when I pray and I just imagine Jesus sitting next to me. That's a big one in the actual seat right there. Like hearing the same music I will be hearing, listening to. And, and that uh, proximity it gives me a lot of, gives me enough a peace of mind to be able to open up and actually not just speak, but listen. It's harder for me to listen when I'm kneeling down in front of an image. It's a bit more difficult. But when I imagine Jesus sitting down next to me, then it's easier for me to listen. And especially in the last, um, this week's particularly, there's been um, a couple of deaths in my family and uh, actually three uh, one of them, two of them were actually COVID related. So having, just having been out of re the Easter and resurrection, it was just a boost on, on, on strength to know, you know, Jesus came here with his wounds, he resurrected. That's where, what, uh, what his family members are and they'll resurrect, they're, they'll be sent up. Uh, most likely not as fast as Jesus, you know, they're, they're, they, Everybody sins, and I'm pretty sure they did. But still, uh, it was uh, it was very strengthening to have to have been recently out of uh, of of Lent and of um, Easter. If it was in the middle of Lent, that I, I think it would be a bit more difficult than actually after Easter. So, yeah. and I don't think the timing is coincidence either. Either this is always helping. Yeah, I think the timing with a lot of things, when you think about, it, for example, plants, like now and the nice flowers are starting to resurrect. They're coming back out of the earth. They're showing the beautiful colors. They're showing that hopefully we will have a nice and colorful outside summer with a lot of meetings and with a lot of fun. Um, and this is interesting that it's also maybe a, 
of course it's a coincidence, but always around Easter, I think for me personally, is the whole environment and everything has a kind of a new spiritual and we resurrected atmosphere. And I get that vibe from the nature when the plants are regrowing now. Well, again, that can't be a coincidence. That's that's uh, part of it. That's that's actually that's actually a great point. Having nature being orchestrated into into a spirit of uh, revival. Yeah, and the weather too that 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 lifts anybody up. You know, you need warmth to be alive. Yes, I I, I noticed that too, especially when you live in Toronto during the winter. It's <laughs> very gray and dark atmosphere, and but you need the sun to realize what you really miss. And yes, that, that feeling on the skin is unforgettable. <laughs> that's why you see, that's the great thing. It's a great place to be a Catholic. You have a forced Lent every time in winter, so. After after winter, you remember oh how the sun feels and oh how the clarity on the sky feels and you know your hurt your face not hurting anymore from the cold. So this is a great place to be Catholic at in Toronto. Force lens. You know, so. Yeah, I hope not only the temperatures are rising now and maybe we also our people and everybody together. We go through the last lockdown, hopefully, for this period. Yes. And I think that's a good wrap up for this episode, Daniel. Yeah, let's wrap it up on a positive note uh, where things are resurrecting and maybe our way of life is going to resurrect again after some uh, normality. So let's, yes. with, with that note, uh, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to us. If you like what you heard today, check us out at ignite-canada.ca where you can find a ton of other cool stuff as well. That is ignite-canada.ca. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Ignite Young Adult Ministry. May the force of the Lord be with you.